Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Uh, we will start our weekly Dars al Quran and just a recap from last week. Uh, we, uh, the Dars was on about uh, uh, Hazrat Adam salam and uh, if he was the first man on earth and why did uh, uh, you know. Um, the angels prostrated to Adam and not uh, the Iblis. And why did they prostrate to Adam when you know, the Holy Quran says that you should only prostrate in uh, front of God? So we discussed that, and then I think previous week we discussed uh, about uh, if uh, Adam salam or Adam salam was expelled uh, from heaven or uh, was he not? So we proved it that. Uh, he was uh, sent to earth and not to heaven and because the Holy Quran says that once a person is in heaven then uh, he cannot uh, go out or he, he cannot be expelled so today uh, moving uh, onwards I will uh, discuss uh, uh, verse one part of verse 36 because the next two verses after that verse 35 and 36 mostly talks about the same uh, thing as well uh, regarding Iblis and angels and uh, their commandment to uh, prostrate to Adam. So in verse uh, 36 it says that وَكُلْنَا So in this uh, verse uh, I will discuss uh, that uh, what is the actual connotation of shajara, shajara meaning uh, the tree, which was forbidden for Adam. So people have been speculating uh, what type of a tree it was that was forbidden to Hazrat Adam salam and have reached a various conclusion. Some say it was a wheat uh, crop, others claim uh, that it was a grape, a vine. The Bible states that it was a tree of knowledge of good and evil and then all these uh, this uh, summary or this uh, tafsir or commentary is from Hazrat Muslim Maritalanho so he states that all these uh, are incorrect a both wheat and grapes are lawful and thus could not be forbidden uh, because you know we eat wheat and uh, grapes as well and b distinguishing factor between a human and animal is the knowledge of good and bad so the biblical view seems uh, far-fetched. Now you're probably wondering what type of tree it was. Then uh, we look at the Holy Quran where we find our answer. So the Holy Quran says that by eating from the tree, one is that Hazrat Adam's nakedness became visible. This shows that the tree is metaphorical for there is no tree in the world whose fruit causes nakedness. So you can see how a lot of things or what people think or they tell stories uh, it, it is far first uh, far-fetched from uh, what is true and we see uh, and we uh, find the knowledge uh, in the holy quran number two is that another reason why this is a metaphor is that there is no religious law which deems the fruit of any tree unlawful you know we can eat any fruit uh, that we see and we get now there are a few forbidden 
things that we cannot eat that's stated by the Bible, but regarding uh, fruit, uh, there is nothing that we cannot eat. And then number three is that the, uh, moreover the Quran states that by approaching the tree, Adam, uh, his wife, and or, or the followers would become transgressors. This too proves that it was a metaphorical tree because even if there was a such a forbidden tree, by eating its fruit, they would uh, they would have at most become sinners and not transgressors, which is zalimin. So zulum is used for shirk or uh, and others or taking uh, others' rights. So some of the meanings of uh, zulm uh, that uh, the word zalimin comes. So when we look at the root word zalama, uh, some of the meanings of uh, zulum is that to move something out of place or to mis, uh, misuse an object, to be unjust to someone or not to give someone his full right, to transgress, to take over someone's possession, to do shirk. Uh, this could be uh, one of the meanings or these are the meanings of uh, zalimun or zulum. So and then number four is that uh, on one hand God forbids Adam not to uh, uh, go near the tree but on the other Shaitan succeeds in making him eat from the tree. So it was a physical, if it was a physical tree how could a prophet of God disobey uh, uh, him or God Almighty? You know, all the prophets when uh, you see or that came, you know, they came uh, to get people or uh, bring people towards God, not away from God. So if a prophet is doing something wrong or if he's doing uh, he's disobeying God Almighty then how can he bring the people towards him so that uh, does not make sense thus the tree that Hazrat Adam was forbidden uh, from a metaphorical tree uh, was a metaphorical tree and not a physical one for example it could have been a tree of transgression now if someone is forbidden to transgress it's very possible that he unknowingly um, does something that falls into the category of transgression. Uh, similar was the case of Hazrat Adam. In the Holy Quran, a tree has also been used as a simile for a good and equality, uh, uh, good and even equally uh, e even uh, evil word. And this is from chapter 14, verse 27. And in this context, we can further develop another meaning uh, for the forbidden tree of Adam alayhis and according to uh, the aforementioned verse, the garden in the verse dis uh, under this verse dis uh, that has been discussed uh, would refer to the excellent uh, mission and system granted uh, to Hazrat Adam al -Islam. So, uh, in other words, the forbidden tree actually alludes to their avoiding Iblis and his associates uh, who had vowed to lead Adam and his progeny to uh, astray. So since shajara or the tree can also mean uh, uh, accessory, the uh, progeny of Iblis are included in the commandment to abstain uh, from as him. The commandment is also found in uh, chapter 20 verse 118. So this was a uh, brief uh, commentary uh, regarding uh, the shajara or the forbidden uh, tree. So the next uh, verse is uh, surah. Bani Israel. This is uh, chapter uh, verse 41. So it says that Ya Bani Israel, Skuru Nematiyalati An Amtu Alaikum Wa Ofu Bi Ahdihi Ufu Bi Ahdikum Wa Iya Wa Iyaya Farhabun.
So in this uh, verse, uh, we will talk about uh, Bani Israel or the Yahud. Uh, what does Yahud or Hud or Yahudiyah, what are the different meanings or is there a different meaning? And who are Bani uh, Israel? As we hear that uh, a lot. So Hazrat Muslim Anho, he states that according to the Bible, Israel uh, was the lakab, it was a title. Uh, of Hazrat Yaqub uh, So in the Bible it is mentioned that one night Hazrat Yaqub uh, was wrestling with God and when God asked him his name he replied Yaqub but then God answered him stating that your name is not Yaqub it, it, it will be Israel from now onward. So the name Israel was given uh, was the name given by God and his progeny is called Bani Israel. And Hazrat Ibrahim's uh, younger son uh, was Hazrat Ishaq and his son's name was Hazrat Yaqub uh, who was the father of uh, Hazrat Yusuf So Hud is the plural of Yahudi and in this verse the word Yahudi is not used but uh, in other parts of the Quran the word Yahudi or Hud is used uh, so it's important to differentiate between uh, the two words that we can find out uh, when the uh, when the word Bani Israel is used and when the word Yahud is used, what does it mean? So the word Bani Israel is used in the Quran uh, uh, many times and the word Yahudi or Hud is used three times uh, in the Holy Quran. So whenever the word Yahudi or Hud uh, is used, it is referring to religion and when the word Banu Israel or Bani Israel, like in this verse, Ya Bani Israel, it is uh, oh, like all oh, oh children of Israel. Uh, it says, Uskuru Nematilati, that remember the uh, blessings that were given uh, to you. So when we look at that, so uh, uh, when the, uh, whenever the word Yahudi or Hud is uh, used, it is referring to the religion and the word of, uh, and when the word Banu Isai is used, it is referring to the community or the whole uh, nation or the Qom uh, in uh, Urdu, you can say. So whenever it is talking about the progeny of Hazrat Yaqub then the word Bani Israel is used. And when it is pointing towards its people who claim to follow the law of uh, Hazrat Musa, the word Yahudi uh, or Hud is used. So Hazrat Musa Islam, he was the one who brought uh, one of the uh, 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 a book over Sharia, and then everyone after that or before the Holy Prophet Sallallahu they used to follow uh, that Sharia. So the word Hud is used only three times in the Holy Quran, and whenever it is used, it is used with the word uh, Nasara uh, in uh, with it. So the word Yahud is used uh, nine times. Uh, so Hud is used three times, Yahud is used nine times in the Holy Quran uh, and out of uh, nine, uh, eight times uh, the word is used with uh, Nasara which means that it is not only pointing towards Bani Israel uh, but uh, those who claim to follow uh, the religion of Hazrat Musa salam, and at one time the word uh, Nasara is not mentioned with the word Yahud at the particular verse in the particular verse, it is talking about those who follow the religion of Hazrat Musa and not the progeny of Hazrat Yaqub And then uh, regarding uh, Bani Israel, so whenever uh, Bani Israel is used 
like in this verse, uh, it says, Ya Bani Israel, it is referring to the people of Hazrat Musa and those uh, who are uh, those are also mentioned who do not follow the teachings of Hazrat Musa, but they uh, still claim to be the progeny of Hazrat Yaqub Islam, such as Muslims and uh, Christians. So when the word Yahud or Hud is used, it is also pointing towards who are not from Bani Israel, but uh, they still follow the teachings of Hazrat uh, Musa So one can think that the Jews uh, do not follow or do not allow anyone else to enter into the commu- uh, into their community. So how could Muslims or Christians enter into Bani Israel? So the answer to that is that Bani Israel used to think uh, that uh, the religion of Hazrat Musa is not only uh, for them, uh, which is true to a certain point, but uh, for the uh, for some exceptions uh, were made, uh, such as uh, the slaves who were under the Jewish uh, uh, tribe or under the Jews, they were allowed to enter the community or anyone uh, else who resided under the Jewish government, they were also sometimes allowed to enter uh, the community. The Bani Israel sometimes gave permission to allow people to enter into the community, so that why is it? Uh, so that's why it is necessary uh, to differentiate between uh, who are the Bani Israels and who are not. Uh, that's why uh, the word Yahud came into play, so people could know who uh, who is actually from Bani Israel and who is uh, from the following uh, religion. So because of Hazrat Dawood. Bani Israel got the government and the power, they spread quickly and became very famous. A lot, of, uh, uh, a lot of others, they tried or started looking up to Bani Israel with respect and dignity. Uh, then a special group decided that they will only follow the religion of Hazrat Musa salam, and then the need came to differentiate between uh, uh, these two religions or these two peoples and those who are from Bani Israel uh, you know, uh, uh, and who are uh, who are Yehud and Yehud, uh, and then same goes with uh, uh, Hazrat Solomon regarding that, and then and then the next point uh, in this verse that Hazrat Muslim mentions is uh, regarding uh, there are two types of uh, blessings, uh, you know, Nemat that has been uh, given, and uh, it, it, uh, so. Uh, the Muslim who states that Allah has two types of blessings. One is, you know, for the believers and the disbelievers, such as, you know, uh, we have been given you know, water, fire, uh, all of the necessities that we have given. So that's one, you know, type of blessings that we have. Uh, in the hereafter, the disbelievers or uh, will be punished and they will, you know, enter the fire uh, or the hell of uh, the hell. And then the believers uh, who did good work their whole life, you know, they will enter heaven and they will get uh, the reward uh, in that. And then the second type of blessings is that uh, only given to those special people uh, who are who follows the condition set by God Almighty. And then Allah rewards them with special kind of blessings. You know, uh, Allah has commanded, has given about like uh, like 700 plus commandments in the Holy Quran. And some people, you know, some follow them, some follow a, a part of it maybe, some only don't even follow anything or some follow most of it but not little. But then there are some who follow uh, all of it. So those are 
you know, special type of people that Allah will reward them uh, for their uh, uh, good deeds. So what was the blessing given to Bani Israel uh, by God? So Allah mentions that the blessing uh, uh, in the Holy Quran in chapter 5 verse 21 this is that Hazrat uh, Musa is saying that just before they were about to enter uh, uh, the Arze uh, Muqaddas so uh, that's when uh, that's uh, the reward that is uh, mentioned. It is clear that Hazrat Musa's people were not yet uh, kings uh, because they were uh, roaming, uh, still roaming in the desert. Between Hazrat Ibrahim and Hazrat Yusuf there were no kings and after Hazrat Yusuf uh, they were slaves in Egypt and Hazrat Musa came uh, uh, to save them from slavery. But Allah, they still did not uh, promise uh, with them that you will enter into the kingdom. And then the promise uh, was made. There was a promise made that you know they, uh, someone uh, will come or they will get a blessing uh, of some other uh, prophet would come. So uh, when was this promise made? This promise was actually made with Hazrat Ibrahim uh, as mentioned in the Bible. According to the above verse, Allah made two promises with Hazrat Ibrahim. First one was that uh, Allah will let His people enter the valley of Qunan and then He will make them kings. And then secondly, that Allah will be their God. The word uh, God is referring to spiritual success because the word king is used for worldly success. So this promise was made... Uh, uh, this promise was repeated by Hazrat Yaqub and Hazrat Musa but the actual promise uh, was made with Hazrat Ibrahim and uh, I will discuss that uh, later on. I think it comes in the next verse. So the first, uh, the same promise was uh, uh, made uh, with Hazrat Ibrahim which is narrated in the Holy Quran in chapter 2 verse 125 and it says that and remember when his Lord tried Abraham with certain commands which he fulfilled he said, I will make you a leader of men, Ibrahim said, and from among my offsprings. He said, my covenant does not embrace the transgressors. So from the above verse, uh, there are two things that are very clear. That, uh, first, that Allah made a promise with Abraham or Ibrahim salam, that from his offspring, uh, leaders will be appointed. And secondly, that Allah made it clear that only those who will be recipient uh, who does not transgress in the world. So, uh, uh, so in this verse, there is a prophecy of a greater prophet that would come, in, uh, meaning uh, the prophecy of coming of uh, the Holy Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So from this verse, we find that the promise Allah made with Bani Israel is regarding of which uh, countless prophets will come in them uh, was only applicable if they remained righteous and steadfast but they denied Hazrat Isa as a prophet, which led Allah to take away their promise and give it to their brother uh, Bani Israel. From Bani Israel, uh, a great prophet will come and he will be the father of the prophets and seal of the prophets. And this is actually mentioned in the Bible and I will uh, discuss uh, that uh, a verse uh, soon. I think it's uh, coming up in the next uh, verse. So from this, uh, there is a prophet or uh, you know prophecy of the Holy Prophet So moving on to the uh, next verse, he says that Wa aminu bima anzaltu musaddika lima maakum, wala takunu awala 
काफिरिम बिही वला तश्तरु बियायाती समनन कलीला व अय्याया फत्तकून सो फ्रॉम दिस वी विल टेक दैट मुसद्दिका लिमा माकुम व्हाट इज दैट बिलीव इन माय वर्ड व्हिच आई हैव सेंट डाउन टू यू टू व्हिच यू पोजेस और व्हाट यू पोजेस सो दिस इज द मीनिंग ऑफ दिस वर्स सो व्हाट डज दैट वर्ड मुसद्दिका लिमा माकुम इट मींस सो द वर्स It talks about uh, that belief in this book, meaning the Holy Quran, which Allah has sent down. Because by believing in the Holy Quran, it testifies that the truthfulness of other books uh, as well. You know, the Holy Quran uh, came uh, and it testified uh, all the religion uh, how they are, and then you know at the end, Islam came, and God said, "This is uh, the perfect religion uh, that uh, we have." So the previous verse are being addressed to Bani Israel, and the verse Musaddikal Lima Maakum, the uh, one we're discussing right now, is being addressed to Bani Israel specifically, but it is also being addressed to all other nations as well. So each and every prophet that was sent to uh, each and every nation warned and foretold the coming of the uh, Holy Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. We don't find the exact reference in the holy books. because many of them have been changed by regarding bani israel we found a reference in the bible and i will raise and this is in deuteronomy chapter 18 uh, verse 18 that i will raise up uh, for them a prophet uh, like uh, you from amongst your uh, brother i will put my word in his mouth and will tell them everything i command him so some uh, uh, in about two months ago i think in one of my speeches during uh, the holy prophet day Uh, I mentioned uh, the prophecies of coming of the Holy Prophet from uh, Veda, and uh, that's the book for the Hindus, and uh, from the Bible. So some of the uh, books uh, they do prophesize uh, the coming of a great uh, prophet, and that great prophet is, uh, you know, uh, the Holy Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So in Bible there are few uh, prophecies, and. Uh, today uh, let me see i have i think few of them that mentions the coming of uh, a greater prophet uh, the holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam so this one that i just recited is from deuteronomy chapter 18 verse 18 and uh, the first uh, uh, attest a tasdeeq of the holy quran or the holy prophet is of uh, is hazrat ibrahim who prophesied the success of bani israel who is the holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam did not come and he did not receive the word of god and then hazrat ibrahim would be considered a false prophet uh, hazrat ibrahim says that god uh, god told him this is in genesis uh, chapter 17 verse 20 to 21 it says that and as for ismail i have heard you i will surely bless him i will make him fruitful and greatly increase his, his numbers and he will be the father of 12 rulers and i will make him into a great nation So uh, from this uh, we can see uh, 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 from this we understand that uh, just as a promise was made to Hazrat Ibrahim regarding the progeny of Hazrat Ishaq, a similar promise was made regarding Hazrat Ismail's progeny that he will be uh, that he will succeed in his life and he will uh, they will uh, flourish. So according to the Bible, uh, the word of God has also revealed upon uh, uh, Hazrat Hajra. regarding hazrat ismail and the bible says that the angels added i will so increase your uh, descendants that they will uh, be 
too numerous to count, the angels of the Lord also said to her, You are now with child, and you will have a son. You shall name him Ismail, for the Lord has heard uh, of your misery. Uh, he will be uh, a wild donkey of men. His hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand against him. And he will live in a, a hostility towards all his brothers. This is from Genesis chapter 16. So there are three things mentioned uh, in this. Uh, the first one is that the progeny of Ismail will succeed uh, so much that as progeny of Hazrat Ishaq and that uh, it will be hard uh, to keep count. And uh, we can see that uh, in these days that how Islam has flourished uh, and it's hard to keep count uh, of each and every one. And that this progeny will be so great that the whole world would be jealous the whole world would be, uh, uh, the third one is the whole world would be its opposition, uh, but that will not matter because it will still succeed and achieve the great uh, respect amongst the people. And you can see uh, that a lot of people are against uh, Islam uh, because of the things that few certain people they do. So a lot of people are against Islam, but we are still succeeding uh, as we move along. And then uh, Hazrat Musa also prophesied that, and, and he said that the Lord came to, uh, from Sinai and rose up from the seer unto them. He shined forth from Mount Faran, and he came with ten thousands of saints. From his right hand went a fiery law uh, for them. So, uh, looking uh, at this, uh, this verse. Explaining the verse uh, from Deuteronomy, I'll explain uh, that first before I go on to that one. So it says that I will raise up uh, from the prophet like you uh, from amongst your uh, amongst their brothers. So when we look at Hazrat Musa alayhi salam, it cannot be Hazrat Isa. You know the Christians say that uh, this prophecy is regarding uh, Hazrat Isa alayhi salam. You know he was uh, the great prophet. But the word over here that I will raise up for them a prophet like you from amongst their brothers. So it wasn't going to, you know, uh, there are two Hazrat Ismail and Hazrat Ishaq. So it wasn't going to be uh, from Hazrat uh, uh, Ishaq, but uh, the progeny was from the brother, uh, from their brethren, which means Hazrat Ismail. And it says that uh, it will be a prophet like you. So, meaning Hazrat Musa salam, a prophet would be like Hazrat Musa salam, meaning that Hazrat Musa salam was a Shari Nabi, meaning he brought a law, he brought a teaching, you know, he brought a holy book. So, some a prophet would come like him, meaning that a prophet would come with a Sharia, with a holy book. And when we look at Hazrat Isa salam, he did not bring any book, but he fulfilled the teachings of Hazrat Musa salam. He uh, followed the same teachings. But when we look at uh, the Holy Prophet sallam, it was him who brought a, a teaching uh, from uh, God Almighty. So it's, uh, uh, it was pro prophecy regarding Hazrat Musa sallam. And, and then again it says that I will put my words in, in his mouth. When we look at the Holy Prophet sallam, every time he spoke, he spoke from uh, God Almighty and in Surah Najm, it says uh, that, you know, whatever he spoke, he spoke out of whatever I said. And God is saying that whatever, meaning the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he spoke, 
he whatever I said, uh, he spoke. Because if a prophet would say something else with, uh, without my command, then he will be uh, punished for that. So uh, uh, we can see that uh, you know the Quran is a, a word of God, and then He will tell uh, them, meaning the people, everything that I command. So uh, the Holy Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam brought the teachings or uh, told us everything that God uh, commanded him. So we can see that these uh, this prophecy from Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 18, is regarding. The Holy Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and, and uh, no uh, no one else. So regarding this prophecy in Deuteronomy chapter thirty-two, uh, chapter thirty-three, verse two, uh, regarding Mount Sinai. So we have three signs in this that Sinai is pointing towards the success of Musa alaihissalam, Seir is pointing towards the coming of the Messiah, and Mount Faran or Paran is uh, in the verse is explained more clearly. That the other two heavenly signs that he will enter the Mount Faran uh, with ten thousand saints, and more importantly, he will have a fiery law in his right hand and will guide the people. So when we look, uh, read this verse, especially where it says that he will uh, uh, he shine forth from Mount Faran and came with ten thousand of saints, who does that refer to? I know we can see the Holy Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam when he entered Mecca. With uh, ten thousand companions, uh, you know, uh, when the victory of Mecca happened, so this is another prophecy uh, of the holy uh, of coming of a great prophet. So Hazrat Muslim who writes uh, that this is more suitable uh, towards Holy Prophet because when Holy Prophet uh, uh, became victorious over the people of Mecca, he entered to the valley of Faran. During that time, he had ten thousand people or companions uh, with him. And most importantly, he had a law for the believers and disbelievers, meaning he had the Holy Quran. So if the Prophet ﷺ did not come, uh, then he would have never had to migrate to uh, Medina and then enter Mecca with 10,000 followers with him, nor would he have a fiery law with him. So this is uh, another uh, uh, testimony that this uh, verse or... Uh, 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 is talking about the Holy Prophet and then uh, again a meaning of Musaddika Lima another uh, ver- uh, meaning that we can uh, look at is that how does it prove that it's uh, the Holy Prophet وسلم, that uh, it says that I will raise them a-, a prophet amongst their brethren and this is explaining uh, the verse that I already uh, explained so so meaning that uh, the Holy Prophet وسلم, he was from Bani uh, Ismail and he, he uh, who were the brothers of Bani Israel. So that's how uh, we make uh, the rule that uh, uh, the Holy Prophet وسلم, is prophesied in this. And then... Uh, and then uh, when we look, uh, yeah, when we look at that verse more, then on his lips, uh, okay, uh, that uh, what he said. And then more, if you uh, this verse is, uh, there's more to that. Uh, when it says everything I command him, uh, he, that he will tell everything that I command. And then uh, 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 the whole prophecy is that those who reject him 
will be recipient of God's punishment. And then if anyone tries to attest a false prophecy, he shall be dest uh, destroyed. So when we look at that, uh, those people, uh, those uh, people who rejected the Holy Prophet and we see the Islamic history, it proves itself that whenever people stood up against the Holy Prophet uh, God showed his anger and uh, uh, they were, you know, destroyed. And we we have many examples. Uh, uh, even we look at Battle of Badr. That's the first battle. You know, uh, Muslims only had 313 people, and the enemies they they came with a thousand people equipped with all the weapons, uh, horses, and everything. And Muslims they only had like maybe one or two horses and like few uh, you know uh, uh, weapons, and they were not even skilled in war. And look how God Almighty uh, helped uh, uh, the Muslims. And then uh, the next one is that if he attests to a false prophecy, he, he will be destroyed. In the latter of the Holy Prophet countless, a lot of people stood up that, okay, I am the Prophet. When we go into the history, uh, we see that a lot of people stood up, but they were not successful in their mission. Uh, they were all destroyed with the help of God. Uh, and then uh, you know you can look at uh, just just the battles of the Holy Prophet وسلم, uh, in this uh, regard. Mm, I think now I will do the Urdu uh, summary uh, of uh, this verse.